we work on a variety of issues all related to colleges and universities. We're concerned about academic quality. We're concerned about viewpoint diversity and free speech. We're concerned a lot about athletics. And we're concerned about how our universities are governed. And we like to think of ourselves as a watchdog for the taxpayer and for the student to make sure that everybody's getting their money Cons- money's worth. Concerned about athletics. Tell me why there are 14 teams in the Big Ten. Fix that for me before we do anything you, else. That, that one's beyond me. <laughs> Okay, uh, Jenna, Jenna Robinson here. Going to be in Atlanta tomorrow night uh, at Nomas Cantina. That's on uh, Walker Street in Atlanta. Going to be talking about what is called the student loan debt dilemma. And I know this one hits close to home for a lot of folks. Student loan debt. Uh, first of all, tell me why, because I'm having a difficult time understanding why this is suddenly now this crisis. Uh, students willingly, I don't think anybody held a gun to anybody's head, students signed the paperwork, taking out that money to pay for their college and finding out now and suddenly seemingly surprised to learn that, hey, you know what, they expect me to pay that back. Why is this a problem? I think the reason it really has ballooned lately is that for so many years, college was fairly affordable. If you talk to, if I talk to my parents, or if I talk to someone in an older generation, you paid tuition with your summer work money. You maybe took out a little loan, and it really wasn't a problem. Uh, but now tuition has gotten so high that students are borrowing more. And, of course, being 18-year-olds, they're not really looking at the fine print. And so when the bill comes due, it's higher than they thought it would be. And, of course, another part is that there are so many college graduates these days that not all of them are getting the jobs that they thought they would get coming out of college. They're not becoming, you know, instant high rollers. And so for them, it's kind of this awakening that, wow, I owe all this money and I haven't gotten my dream job yet. Um, So I think it's a little bit of a clash of perceptions. Um, But I think that, you know, for most students, it's not a crisis. We're calling it a crisis. But for most students, it's not. They graduate, they come out, they pay their debts and they they make their way. In fact, it's my understanding, and and clear me up if I'm wrong here, but it's my understanding, Jenna Robinson, that that actually the bigger part of this problem comes from the students who take out these loans and then don't graduate. You are absolutely right. A very, very large percentage of the people who are in default don't actually owe a whole lot of money, but they never graduated, so they're not seeing anything or any return on the time they spent in college. Okay, so if I don't make my mortgage payment, I miss enough of those, you come get my house. I don't make my college loan payment, graduate or otherwise, what are you going to come get? Exactly. You can't repossess a college degree, and you definitely can't repossess something that somebody never got in the first place. So you're right. That's, it, it makes it a little bit more difficult, um, which is why I think that you know, people are saying, well, let's just forgive the debt because, you know, there's nothing to repossess. There's no there's no easy solution. Uh, I don't think forgiving the debt is the right way to go about it, but I understand why people have pounced on it. You know, they pounced on it, I would say. I don't know if you would, but I would say they pounced on it, Jenna Robinson, for partisan political purposes. I mean, there's only a certain segment of our political sphere that is seizing on that and that's advocating that. Uh, and let's talk about who they are. They're the folks over there on the left. Let's just forgive this debt. Uh, they are saying, uh, understanding that, that somebody, it's not a matter of forgiving the debt. It's a question of who pays the debt. Right, yeah. Make the taxpayers pay for it instead of the students and the graduates who who took out the loans in the first place. And you're right, it is being used for partisan political purposes. But I've heard some people on both sides of the aisle advocate for it. And I've also, of course, heard colleges and universities advocate for it because 
then their part in the whole drama can be overlooked. What if, and by, I know you're going to talk tomorrow night more along the lines of solutions, or I hope you would uh, speak more tomorrow night in Atlanta along the lines of solutions. I, and I don't know what solutions might be here, other than that my, my default position is that whenever possible, we get the private sector involved in here. And I know the government kind of muscled the private market out of the student loan business some years ago uh, to the point where they're almost non-existent in it anymore. Is that, is getting banks and, and private lenders back in the game in a bigger way. Is that getting us part way toward a solution? Yes and no. Um, getting them in would be fine as long as we also at the same time went back to where we were in 1995. And in 1995, if you declared bankruptcy, your student loan debt got wiped out along with everyone, everything else. Now, if you declare bankruptcy, your student loan debt does not get wiped out. And so if you're a private bank, making that loan is always a good idea because you know that someone is going to be on the hook for it. It can't get wiped out in bankruptcy, which is you know one of the reasons why the market is so broken. Banks have no reason to lend responsibly because of that law. And so I think that that is a, you know, a spoiler for tomorrow night. We need to go back to where we were before, where there are bankruptcy protections, because that will make banks lend responsibly. Again, uh, Jenna Robinson, the North Carolina-based James G. Martin Center for Academic Renewal, going to be a guest of the Georgia Public Policy Foundation tomorrow evening in Atlanta, going to be speaking on this subject, student loan debt, going to be talking about it at uh, the Nomas Cantina, 180 Walker Street in Atlanta. Put your GPS in for that. Uh, to make this personal... Uh, and and to, to brag for a moment, I had very little to do with this. Uh, his mother did a wonderful job <laughs> of raising our son. And you're in North Carolina. You'll be familiar with Davidson College. Uh, shall we say it's a little pricey, and we are far, very far from wealthy. But he graduated from that school in four years, did our son. He walked out of there with not a dime in debt. You don't go to Davidson and go in debt. They they basically forbid student loan debt out of that college. Uh, so And he's able to do that, and he's a good-paying job now, and he's on with his life. And we, we, we think of the tremendous advantage that he has over some of these other students who are paying these student loans. My point is, it's possible. Why aren't more people doing it? You know, people who are doing it don't get much attention in the press, only about 70% of all students who are undergrads take out any debt. So 30% are going to school and not taking out any debt, and they never make headlines. Another 20% are going to school and paying off their loans within 10 years, no problem. And so I think that, you know, those people just never make headlines. But obviously, there are a lot of schools out there who make sure that their students have everything they need, they need and never go into debt. And then there are a lot of state schools that just keep their tuition affordable so that students either take out low debt or no debt. And there are a lot of students who are responsible. They go to community college first, they work really hard, and they pay off that debt fast. And I think that, you know, we need more good stories about how those people did it right. You talked about the increasing, escalating, exp escalating exponentially, I would say, uh, cost of college tuition. What's driving this? Is uh, Demand would seem to be what else? The other part is that universities have an insatiable appetite for spending money on things that are unrelated to academic quality. And so they will spend money on more administrators, more buildings, more dorms, more public-private partnerships, uh, 
you know, beautiful trees, quads, you name it, and they will spend money on it. And students foolishly do demand more services, more beautiful dormitories, more gymnasiums, not realizing that it's coming out of their pocket in the end. Uh, and, of course, it's, it's kind of an arms race between universities. If one university has, you know, the newest, sparkliest building, the university down the street thinks, well, now we have to do it. And so all of them are kind of complicit in this game of one-upsmanship. I don't know if you've spent much time at the University of Georgia. It certainly sounds as though you have. I mean, you just described this place. <laughs> you just nailed it. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, Jenna Robinson, again, going to be speaking in Atlanta tomorrow night uh, at the uh, No Mas Cantina. That's on Walker Street in Atlanta. It says here what time. Yeah, start with registration at 530, actually starting with the registration at 5, and then the networking thing and the remarks themselves around 530 tomorrow afternoon at the No Mas Cantina, Walker Street in Atlanta. Again, this all put together by our friends Benita Dodd and them over at the Georgia Public Policy Foundation in Atlanta. Uh, Jenna Robinson, again, the James G. Martin Center for Academic renewal. Google them and we'll get her back on. There'll be plenty of things to talk about. We just talked about the student loan stuff. Uh, get her to tell me why there are indeed, I don't know, eight teams in the Big Ten and 12 in the 14. I don't know, that's driving me nuts, this college sports thing. Jenna Robinson, <laughs> thanks for your time this morning. Best of luck tomorrow night. Thank you so much. I look forward to it. Bye-bye.